0: I first wrote this in June of 1990, and it's called my personal resolve to the Korean War. I had been uh, losing my hearing since the mid '40s, so after I finally got tested, it, the report concludes that I had bilateral sensory hearing loss, mild to profound on the right ear and severe to profound on the left ear and i called this my my korean war wound because i was pretty sure that my left ear had been injured when when i was a ammunition loader on a 40 millimeter twin turret aboard uh, the lst 854 on which i served for 44 months our ship had been in korea in 1951 and 53 and we were involved in five battles three offenses and uh, two defenses for the navy however it wasn't believe it so dangerous. The thought, though, that I had had a severe hearing loss caused by the 40 millimeter missiles kind of made me uh, feel like a victim. They, uh, as I recall, we didn't get too much orientation or was there any effort to, to give us earplugs or anything? Well, on this occasion uh, of the 40th anniversary in 1990, I uh, had been seeing news articles appearing that reminded me of the time what they call police action, and also referred to it as a Korean conflict. So these uh, euphemisms undoubtedly were factors related to why it's being regarded as the Forgotten War. However, it's strange. The Korean War is considered forgotten, but surely the survivals and relatives of the one million Koreans that were killed during these three years in the continual battles up and down the Korean Peninsula have not been forgotten. As a Korean War veteran, I'm certain that all the men and women from the U.S. military during 1950 and 53 hadn't forgotten it either. There were 54,000 Americans killed, tens of thousands more were wounded, not counting hearing and psychic wounds. Being a bit compulsive about finding humor and irony in all aspects of life I have, uh, during the past few years, joked with my friends about how I have the Korean War too long, delayed post-dress syndrome. And that what that's what makes it unique, that it, it doesn't show up until you're in your 60s. Now that I'm officially diagnosed as as being sort of the amakina, I can't hear a thing, I continue to read about how immensely tragic the Korean War was and how it has been forgotten. I'm beginning to think that what started out as a joke may turn out to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. This thought forces me to more closely examine 40 years later the, the history of the Korean War and my involvement in it. When the Korean War broke out June 25th, 1950, I was 18 year old who had dropped out of high school and was working in a lumber yard in my hometown in Austin, Texas. My job included unloading 80 pound sacks of cement and lumber from boxcars, digging foundations for new homes and scraping the paint from window panes of really of newly built homes. The working conditions were terrible, and as anyone who knows anything about the inclement Texas heat can imagine. And as the summer of 1950 wore on, the more convinced I was that I should join the armed forces to fight the war to make the world safe for democracy. It much better than spending a lifetime working as an unskilled laborer in Texas, a state that at the time was not too far removed from slavery. World War II conditioned my generation to accept the reality that we were destined to become warriors. And being Mexican-American reinforces belief because our ethnic group emerged as the most decorated for valor. My uncle Jimmy Reyes had won the Silver Star, Brown Star, Two Purple Hearts, So I had a family tradition to draw from. My generation accepted the Korean War pretty much as an extension of World War II, a war that we had missed. This explained why thousands upon thousands of us red-blooded Americans joined the various branches of the armed services once we learned that Uncle Sam needed us. Koreans had been divided by a post-World War II agreement into a north and a south in the manner Germany was divided along ideological lines. North Korea had been liberated from the Japanese by the Russians, South Korea by the United States troops, and they were stationed in South Korea under the command of General Douglas MacArthur, who, along with Emperor Hirohito, was supreme ruler of Japan. When the North Koreans invaded South Korea in the summer 1950, they were clearly the aggressors, and the United States was humiliated because our troops were almost completely driven off the Korean Peninsula. Their last stronghold was Pusan on the very southern tip of the country. I had 40 years to think about it, and I always come up with the same conclusion. It was a horrible decision on the part of North Koreans. The North Korean generals and their advisors had had a complete loss of perspective. If they believed that the United States was going to allow them to unify Korea by force, General MacArthur was stationed in Japan with thousands of American troops under his command and with the resources of the world's most powerful nation at his disposal. The United States was only five years removed from a victory over Japan in World War II, and the North Korean aggression was a bit similar to the aggression on the part of the Japanese when they bombed Pearl Harbor. It was an outrageous underestimation of the power of the U.S. to retaliate. And because Harry Truman involved the U.S. using the United Nations as a vehicle, we had uh, the support of the international community. In fact, several democratic nations sent troops to Korea. The point being that the Korean War was very different from the Vietnam War, in which the U.S. acted unilaterally. And those of us who were sent to Korea had at least a feeling of being engaged in righting a wrong. It wasn't necessarily a popular war, but it wasn't controversial either. In 1950, there was a consensus that communism, communism aggression, had to be stopped. Besides, those of us who joined the services were offered all the benefits of the GI Bill, which was a blessing to me and many others who could not even think of attending a university without financial aid from the government. The GI Bill was was an inducement to join. And that's why I had joined August 8, 1950 and had been in Korea by early 1951.